What is up, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Sibling Rivalry, the comic book club show that me and my sister do. I'm one of your hosts. It's Ben Pye. Here with me. Not the other one! I can't, I still can't see you. Well, you might not get to see me. Oh, okay. Um, it's been a while. It's been three weeks since our last uh, episode. Two or three weeks. Something like that. Um, Something and the last like time that. we recorded, you were here in the same room with me. And I now, know! And now you, you miss me? Uh, yeah, I do. It was nice having you around. Um, so nice. Now you have a baby. Yes. <laughs> um... <laughs> That is the reason why there has not been an episode for a few weeks. Um, I have been trying to get used to the rhythm of having a newborn in the house. Um, and it seems that uh, every moment that you get used to it, um, the very next day, a nice little curveball's thrown and you have no idea what you're doing anymore. Um, it's fine. It's fine. Everything's fine. Um... But yeah, so we are going to try to get back to doing this more regularly. Um, there is a possibility that uh, I will no longer be streaming the show um, and that we will just be recording it and uh, getting it out to um, people on YouTube and on their podcast services. Um, so uh, I'll try to I'll try to make sure that I. Um, Kind of keep everyone up to date on what exactly I'm going to to do with that, um, but yeah. So there, there's we're still going to continue doing the show. Um, it's just being able to pre-record on any given day uh, might be a little bit easier for my schedule, um, but uh, I'll still have it planned to be released on YouTube and on. Um, podcast streaming services on new comic book day is every Wednesday. Um, so uh, just keep an eye out for the show every Wednesday of every week. Um, again. Again. Um, <laughs> so uh, without further ado, this week's book is Rat Queens volume one. Sass and Sorcery. As Anna mentioned, this was her pick for the week. Um, she did the, uh, the independent for this month. I wanted to make up for last time. Yeah. Um, and, and spoilers, this is significantly better than Fathom. It is. It was not an origin story, which I was hoping for and expecting. So that was kind of sad. Yeah, a little bit, but at the same time, I thought it um it it, it was what I wanted it to be, um which was I looked at it and I'm like, oh my god, this looks like D and D, and then sure enough, this was it was one hundred percent D and D, and um you know we we did Critical Role um a couple months ago as as one of our books, and um you know the. That is based on a D&D campaign. Um, but as a comic, it didn't really like address the fact that it was D&D. Whereas Rat Queens 
it legitimately every moment of uh, of the book um there was a a subtle like hey this is D. oh surprise your initiative is minus whatever or you know yeah uh, armor class is xyz or i ran out of spell components or i have no more spell slots available and it was it was a lot of uh, really really fun nods and it's identified itself as what it was um and uh that that in and of itself made it uh very entertaining for me yeah i am really bummed also that because I wanted to then read the second volume, especially since I read this and then I didn't know when we were going to record. So it's like, I should just read the second volume. And the second volume is not free. Nope. No, it's so, not. It was a bummer. But um, I kind of, I, I have to say I agree. Um, I, I enjoyed the book enough um, to want to read more. And this is an ongoing series. So it's... Yeah, it's still... Which is awesome. So was Fathom. Fathom was still ongoing, but yeah. Yeah. Um, but, <laughs> but to my knowledge, the creator of, of Rat Queens is still around. I have some Touché. input on, uh, on what's happening. Um, so why, why did you pick this one, Anna? So you make fun of me all the time for going into comic book stores and like looking at the covers and judging them by the covers. Uh -huh. But that is exactly what I do. <laughs> uh, I take pictures of the random books that I think look interesting, and this was one of them. And so then I did more research on it and thought it sounded cool. Yeah. It's not like a super in-depth reasoning. It just sounded cool. The characters looked cool. It was a strong female cast, which is fun. Yeah. So yeah. Um, definitely not a, a PG book. Um, no. I would, I would, I would throw this. If it weren't for all the F-bombs, it would be a PG-13 book. But I, I would, I would say this is a solid rated R. Well, Comixology has it as like 17 and above. Okay. So that would be rated R then. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, it was, it was an, it was an enjoyable book. Um, and the characters were definitely, um, cool and interesting. And while you mentioned it wasn't really an origin story, I do feel like we did get a nice solid introduction to each of the Rat Queens. Um, yeah. like just to get kind of a little bit of a hint of what their character. And that's really like. all it was, was like a hint. It was barely scratching the surface of the characters that you know are gonna be extremely layered which is also why i was really bummed that the second volume was not free right um but for being a volume one i feel like it did it, it it's best to introduce you to a whole new world um and um these four souls <laughs> for, for lack of a for lack of a better word because that, that's what they are um they they are assholes um yeah. and it's funny because uh i so i read this last night um yeah. after after my D D session and i'm going through and i'm reading this and i'm like man 
this is what my group would be like in this exact situation of let's figure out how we can possibly make the DM's life absolutely miserable. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. But you know, it it was it was it was good. Um, I thought the characters okay. were were again it already showed how layered the characters are um without going too overly in depth to where you're you're overloaded um mm -hmm. even at the at the beginning of the book here with the the little like uh oh, those are some of my favorite like the little info cards yeah yeah it's like little character uh, like a little character sheet but not really um yeah it's like a trading card yeah exactly um I am really interested to to learn more about D, especially with the end yeah. of of the book and and how, uh, how it kind of ended up with her. Yeah, and I mean the villain ends up being linked to her, not necessarily right. directly, but mm -hmm. religiously. Exactly. In some way, which is going to be really cool. Um, or she's also the only one that we got to see a little bit of like a flashback for. Yeah, like of, of her family. Yeah, saw a and like bit with, all um, the things that you hear about the characters and their family sounds super interesting. Right, and you we did get a little taste of of Violet as well, um, with her brother showing up. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. So yeah, just a little bit here and there, and then um, you also got like a little bit of a, of an idea of Betty's character, which Betty is adorable. Betty is adorable. She's so happy. Yeah. Um, and drunk. And drunk. And I just I just want her and what's her name to be happy together. Violet. Um, oh no 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 the um, the girlfriend. Yeah. Yeah. Um, because I, I thought like the, their scenes together were were super sweet and um, wholesome. Yeah, and and wholesome. Uh, this is not a wholesome picture. No. <laughs> Cut um, to the assassin on the screen. But uh, but yeah, it was it was neat. Um, I I enjoyed this book. Um, and you know it, it's hard to not compare. Um, the book to like other things that that we've read um, and this one did this one addressed all of my concerns with critical role um, and, and like kind of fixed it up like yeah yes there were scenes where there was a lot of dialogue but it didn't feel like the dialogue was there to replace you action. know the the artistic action happening yeah um and like there was no lengthy monologue about a past there was a flashback right and it showed the flashback it wasn't just a this is what happened in my past mm -hmm. um so you know it, it it addressed that um and it, it was it was awesome i i really i really enjoyed um going through this this book and really like knowing the nuances of D and D, being able to pick up pick apart the ah this is this is a nice this is a nice call out. Um yeah. 
I've only played D&D once, but when Betty tried to sneak in and came across the assassin, I was like, oh, that was a natural one. <laughs> yep. <laughs> um, and uh, I thought it was, uh, again, I thought it was a, a really, a, a nice relatable book as far as D&D goes, because, you know, a, a lot of the time, yeah, people think that they're going in and playing D&D and being like, the heroes and and all of that, but at the same time, it's it's role playing. You get to do whatever the hell you want, and half the time, especially in the beginning, you really just come across as a group of of assholes, um, which is fine. You know, you you play the game, you want to have fun, um, and this I think showed that at the same time as being like, oh, this is, you know, this is a problem. Um, uh, like like the characters realizing this is a problem maybe we're maybe we're too much of of an asshole but at the same time they're still going to be themselves kind of thing and seeing the other groups of uh like, what are they explorers what mercenary groups yeah with like the four daves yeah the four that daves were awesome. that, that was the, the guy who has like all of the birds in his beard. Yeah. Oh uh, yeah. It was it was good stuff. Um it was very gory. It was. Um uh, the but... hand arm thing freaked me out. I, if it's a drawing I, like regardless if it's a drawing, which it is a drawing obviously being in a comic book, it freaked me out. I absolutely understand. That was with the Oh, that was like Hannah. Oh, and yeah. I mean, here's yeah, here's here's how gory it does get. Um, it's completely like blood spattered yep. after getting hit over the head by like an ogre hammer. Yeah. Yeah. Yum. Um. But yeah, it it was. I thought the character designs were just really cool too. Like there, there's not one where I'm like, oh man, they really didn't take their time on on putting this character together. Oh, here's the arm. Yeah, this is what I was looking for. Uh, and the magic was super cool too. Yeah, and well, again, especially with Anna glowing pink eyes and then glowing black eyes when she got super angry. Uh huh. Um. Oh yeah, here's here's the arm for you. It's like snapped I'm... and it's dangling by like a single thread and it's just not pretty. And Am you see the shot? bone and like yep. what? Yeah. It's uh it's this one was not afraid of this book is not afraid of doing anything. Yeah. Um and uh I, I kinda I I commend it for that. <clears throat> um so big, big. Oh, and the eyeballs. I have a thing with eyeballs, and there's just eyeballs on like freaking knives, and I'm like, <laughs> um. Oh, and then the this scene was uh, easily one of my favorites, where Hannah is disguising herself as I forget this guy's name. Um, sure, it says it maybe on the previous page, like the captain or something. Yeah. The you know, the captain of the guard person. He was a cool character. He was. And I'm really interested to learn more about him because obviously, like, there's there's stuff 
a dark, like an interesting and dark yeah. history, which I'm super excited to learn about. And like, especially after reading about the little hints that they threw out there, like the assassin recognizing him and then the end cap of the, the book. But at the same time, I'm like, man, they did that so fast. Yeah. Really and did. I already like liked I already liked his character when you first saw him with his interactions with the rat queens. So I was like, I could do with like getting to gradually learn about him, but yeah. totally understand and made me also want to really read the second volume. <sighs> yeah. But like this is this is exactly the, the kind of thing that would that would happen. This scene right here where Hannah disguises herself as this guy. Mm -hmm. um this is exactly this is like again it's just like it's D, &D. like oh i'm just gonna disguise myself as as this person and oh this person's here too <laughs> <laughs> oops um so i i thought it was i thought it was good i really um i really in, enjoyed a lot of those uh, call outs and and nods and all of that, um, mm -hmm. and I do agree with you. These little like in between, um, uh, in between chapter like art, uh, was also really good. And I I have to say the cover art has to have been done by the same artist. I didn't double check. Yeah, um, they do also remind me like art style wise, similar to um, the Critical Role. It does. It is similar. Um, I do agree with that. Um, but it is nice and consistent that the covers are in line with the book inside as well. Yeah. It's not like I'm looking at the, the covers in between or any of that art and being like, oh, well, that's not what I'm getting to see. Yeah, um, it was so hard. I couldn't pick a... This one, I really couldn't pick a favorite panel because all of the panels went really well telling the story but none of them were like a standout panel for me personally aside from those like cover arts i do agree and, like the little character cue cards yep um i think there were a lot of really sweet moments that were um that were shown really well um mm -hmm. but i i don't think i don't think there was like a panel that was like standout every every panel like you said had its place um, yeah. in the story there was nothing that was like crazy um, the crazy came from you know all the blood and the gore and the language <laughs> right which uh, again is just it's that's D and D at its finest who doesn't love yeah. a tea party covered in blood that was cool this one was cool with the the ink style. That one was definitely an alternate cover, like type of a thing. But and the attention to detail with all the tattoos on all the characters. Yep. Also incredibly interesting. Um, they did a really good job at making every character have a very unique look. Um, which I think can be can be very difficult <laughs> to kind of have that unique look and, and have it um, still be consistent across the whole book. Um, this, yeah. this whole scene was something I, I did also find hilarious. The, whoa, dude, floating naked lady. Hey, that doesn't even make sense. And then the other Dave comes in and murders them all. 
Uh, yep. The Daves. The Daves. That staff design is also super cool. It is. It's like it's the Infinity Stones, but on a staff. It 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 really is. Um, it's like instead of an Infinity Gauntlet, it's a Infinity Staff. Yeah. Um, and and I mean this one's just going. Reality is. Mm-hmm. Um. But yeah, it was. All I can say is it it was it was enjoyable. Um. I do wish there there was a little more of a through line with this. Um, you don't get that until like the very very end, and and you do start to see like how some of those things are connected. Um, but even though it wasn't an origin story, because it was trying to introduce all the characters all at once, it took away from the through line itself. Um, I think in a perfect world, uh, the story would have kind of, um, I would have been okay with them spreading out like the characters, um, like background introduction over more issues just to be able to focus on the through line a little, a little better. I agree. And I mean, even if, yeah, no, I, I completely agree. Uh, even if they just spent the first issue solely focusing on the Rat Queens, which I guess to a degree they did, but how they did it was through other characters too. So like you didn't get much of their dynamic. You had like the one little candy lunch. Yep. Well, candy and, and cocaine lunch. Of course. Um, I do think like introducing the rat queens the way that they did in how the world views them i think was stuff was yeah i thought that was a really important way of introducing them um i think i think in a perfect world maybe they spend a little more time doing that in the first issue um and then kind of show a consistent through line and then start um, introducing the other characters, giving giving you um, like the the tidbits of of backstory here and there. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Yeah, I can agree. Like that's. I also think that's why I was. It's not that I didn't enjoy it from the very beginning, but I wasn't immersed in it from the very beginning. Yeah. So at the end of it, I do want to read it and more and all this and that, but it was wasn't something that I sat down and was like, "Oh yeah, I could totally binge this." Yeah, it did it it didn't start It, it but I think that's going to be with any new new book that we read is it's going to take that that minute to kind of like really get used to the water before being yeah but i mean i just more so mean how we talked about how it could have been improved in terms of introducing the characters a little bit more gradually and the through line it would have made it more interesting as a first-time reader to be immersed in the story in that way whereas how it is currently i could have easily waited a week in between and it wouldn't have bothered me yeah which is also a good thing for like if you go to the comic book store every week and you enjoy that, 
this was a good one to be uh, a guinea pig for. Um, yeah. Um, but again, I, will... I, think, Ooh, I think I would have... I think the first issue would have gripped me enough to um, try to read through like the, the first arc um, mm -hmm. just because of how how D and D it is, you know. Um, That's fair. And I, I loved the, I loved the the like this introduction here with the the groups. I feel like that's all I really needed to have for all of them. I didn't need to see so much of them in the beginning. I disagree with the peaches group. What what about the peaches group? Hannah has like a huge tiff with this other group that you don't really understand. And then the next time you see them, half of them are dead. That's true. But I have zero compassion for them dying. I have no understanding on why the Rat Queens are like, yeah, okay, they, they stink, but let's help them. And I don't really understand the gravity of Hannah helping this other wizard that she obviously doesn't enjoy being around and absolutely yeah. despises. That's fair. Um, so I will say that, like, I get that for the four Daves and the brother ponies who you never saw again. Yep. And the Obsidian Same Darkness. With Obsidian Darkness, they they die like in the next two yeah. in the next two pages. Yeah, but I I do think that that was a missed opportunity with the Peaches group. Yeah, uh, I I'll agree with you there. Um, I think it might be like. I think trying to, again, throw in that much might have been too much. Mm -hmm. um, and maybe we'll get, like, kind of a backstory with Hannah and the peaches. Maybe Hannah was a peach. Yeah, and I mean, like, I'm fine if they go back to it. It was more so just in that heavy moment. It didn't really hit me anyway, other than more action on the panels. Absolutely. Um, yeah. I get it. I get it. Um, I did have one beef with the art. Okay. This, this looks so freaking cool. So, stupid assassin page. Um, I will say, like, I did enjoy the art. I enjoyed the background. I also understand doing quick thumbnail sketches for a huge comic type of a thing or, like, an undertaking of a comic. You get those distance shots and their thumbnails. Like, in this this page here where you have the autumn leaves and everything and they're the climbing the mountain i uh -huh. suppose the first one where you see the distance shot it's yep. thumbnail style mm -hmm. and that i understand and that is fine and i actually really enjoy the thumbnail style because i'm like oh, thank god not everyone's like spending 40 million years drawing you know one panel however then they'll do like close-up shots um later on in the comic and You'll have people in the, not even necessarily in the background so much, but just not in the focal area that are thumbnail sketches, which is different from when they do it as like a blurred background, mm -hmm. where almost like you were focusing a camera lens and you just took a, yeah, a very focused Yeah, you're changing the, the depth of field kind of thing. Yeah. So there was that, which was enjoyable and awesome, but then there was you focusing on this one character that's talking and they have somebody right next to them. That was a thumbnail, like art style wise, which aggravated me because then it just looked like they didn't finish. 
I can understand that. I, I think um, it does come back to like they had a lot of really, really good like individual character designs. Mm-hmm. That and this all only really happened in the first maybe two issues. Right. I, I didn't notice it again later on, so it could also be just getting used to the character designs or the time crunch and the reality of writing and doing a comic. Exactly. Um, this right here was one of my favorite scenes, though, where they're at the, the Merchant's Guild. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, uh, D D is that her name? D. I don't think D. it's D.D. Maybe it's D.D. Um, where D is kind of like casing the place while... Um, Betty. Betty. Wait, Betty's the smidgen. D is Betty. The Betty is the small one. Okay. D is the one who's just faking it yeah. by being there. Um. While Betty is like, kind of sizing everything up. Um. This whole thing, kind of, uh, this combined with, um, the uh, when they start talking about it at the pub. Yeah. It reminded me... Did you ever watch the show Psych? Yeah. Um, it reminded me of Sean Spencer. Yeah. It's like she's just kind of like looking around the room and it, it's it's showing all of the things that she's focusing on. And then later on in the book, the payoff comes where it's like, well, obviously he was doing XYZ and ABC and DEF. You and get in like, there and da da da. Oh yeah. my God. Um, this... Uh, this coked out smidgen is uh, actually awesome. Yeah. Um, so, she was probably my favorite in the uh, in this volume, mm-hmm. character wise. Well, I feel like she had the most um, of her character really shown throughout the book. Uh, yeah, in in a humanizing way. Um, like obviously we saw quite a bit of stuff with with Hannah as well, um, but not enough to like. Not enough to sympathize or relate to her. Exactly. Um, um and yeah. you got maybe a little bit um, of Violet with her brother, um, but that and then was... you wanted to freak out because then you thought you weren't going to see Violet anymore. Yeah, and then. Um, with that, it's, I, that was, like, just enough of a taste to be like, oh, boy, I can't wait to see where, uh, where her story goes as well. Um, I think the Your only... comment about the beards was also super interesting. Yeah. Um, the only character that I felt like you didn't get, um, like, a, a good, like, I want to know more about this character. Like, you it... didn't get any face. Yeah, is Hannah. Foundation. Um, which, you know, I, I, I was complaining that I felt like they, they went too much into each person. But I, I, I feel personally for me, and again, like, obviously I haven't read the, the whole series. Um, I'm not completely up to date on it. So there's probably, I, I'm not saying there's not a reason that they did it this way. Um, but for me, I think it would have been an all or nothing, uh, an all or one. 
um, kind of thing where mm-hmm. you either focus on one person's like character development a little bit at the beginning, or you focus on everyone's. Um, but kind of like, I don't know. I do not understand mm-hmm. why the group essentially puts up with Hannah. Me neither. And seems to be like the leader of the group so you're like you're supposed to like her and i really don't right now yeah she's just kind of a bitch yeah and i was super interested in Dee's character just from reading like the little her character design i think is the coolest her character design is super cool and her backstory is really weird and um with like the cultist Uh uh-huh squid demon god thing the warlock um, got the perfect warlock and and yeah you don't get to know like anything about her yeah um and it's really interesting that they also chose to to highlight betty the most i think i think it was cool I like that they betty. yeah i think they made betty the most human character of them all. Like, you know, she's just kind of trying to, to find her way of, of fitting in and she's kind of a little doe-eyed and, you know, trying to still see the best in the world kind of thing. And I think she was not so much the most human, but the most innocent. Because, yeah. I mean, okay. based on mannerisms right. and things like that, I felt the most human or like the character that you would think you could probably relate to really easily would have been violet but you don't know enough yet uh yeah you know what you're fair you're you're right um and i i that is what i what i meant more is that uh she's more innocent and i Mm -hmm. loved this whole thing with old lady bernadette and and her just saying i'm i'm not old yeah but that's how they introduce her every single time. Old Lady yeah. Bernadette. Um, who seems to have the biggest beef with, with the, the, rat, the queens. rat queens. Well, she's broke because of them. That's true. Well, she was broke because of them. Yeah. Um, they've destroyed her storefront a few too many times, it sounded like. Yep. Um... But yeah, uh, and and I I agree with the art. This is a panel that I did really like the the one um, with Bernadette and the assassin right behind her, where he just looks like he's emerging from the from, shadows. Yeah, um, the action uh, of this book just like uh, the action, the movement, all of it uh, art wise. Was was really well done, I thought. Yeah, um, I also think that the fight scenes were really well yeah, done. Well, and that, that's they weren't abrupt, and you can totally follow what's happening, and that's what you mean. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what I mean. Like the the action is easy to follow. There's a lot of like good movement, and um, the the flow from panel to panel worked out really nicely um, in a lot of them. Again, like. Just looking at this, these fights with the um, uh, the 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 trolls and and all of that, it's like you you can easily follow 
what's happening here. Yeah. Like, with 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 no issue and not not be confused at like who's doing what and and all of that and you know still get a a fun idea of each character's kind of style. Um, yeah. And their like, fun sequence showed character. Yeah. And like there are just like little nuances that happen here and there. Like she's using a wood shield here. And the axe is going like directly into it, which makes sense because it's wood and it's an axe. Um, and then like as she's moving, she loses her um, headband and like mm-hmm. things like that, where it's like you see the movement um, and like the stance changes with uh, with her blade and all of that. And you're just like, ah, oh, this is this is great. You're getting a lot of like character of how this person fights um, and, and so on and so forth. It's, it's fun. It's beautiful. Like the, again, the movement is just so incredibly well done. Yeah. Um, and it's like the, the moments where you can't see their faces um, in, in some of these shots, I, I think uh, especially when it's in relation to Hannah, I thought made it made her just seem that much scarier. Yeah. And I mean, the only redeeming, I don't want to say redeeming. Cause I mean, she hasn't needed redemption from the audience. She hasn't done anything. She's just not a very like relatable character, but Hannah the only moment where you're like, oh, okay, she could be a really cool character was when her eyes go black and she's like, uh, someone messed with Violet. <laughs> yep. Which also um, doesn't happen like, the very end. And then I, I loved a lot of these, these little, uh, the, like, these little, like, silly things. Like, did someone call the four Daves? Nope. Shut up, Gary. Yeah, <laughs> with well, Gary and Gary's the reason that they all knew where to find the rat queens and everything, and they're exactly. just like uncool, Gary. Yep. Next issue. Shut the f up, Gary. Plus five on all, all attack rolls against dudes named Gary. I loved it. I, 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 there was a lot of a really well done, well placed humor um, throughout the book, and yeah. I hope to continue reading. I do too. I do too. Um, yeah, there was there was really it was it was it was fun, and this was just oh my gosh, this is this is that scene that you were talking about, and it's like watching the arrow just go like directly through. Like, imagine if this were a three D movie. This, that would have been like that would have been perfect. Oh. <sighs> And then, and then here's your the white, white eye, the black. Yep. Even just the the magic around it, going from kind of beams of light into this oozing shadow, uh-huh. really well done. Absolutely, absolutely. Um. Oh gosh. Yeah, I I just I like it. Um, I definitely want to read more. This is definitely a book that I, that I want to continue with. Um, 
But uh, yeah, I I think you redeemed yourself. That's so good. After after Fathom, um, I mean, in my defense, this one looked cooler too. Fathom just sounded like it had really awesome reviews. Yes. Um. Sorry. No, no, I I I agree. I think. I think all in all, this one sounded like a much cooler book. Yeah. Um, so, right. we talk about ratings then. Yeah, but you start with story. Yep. Um, so story-wise, I, I kind of mentioned my, my complaints. It there, yeah. I would have liked a more solid through line um, other than like the rat queens are awful people um and them trying to kind of redeem themselves for being awful people um yeah but it also seemed like she wanted to be the hero of the story which was interesting what's that violet also seemed like she wanted to be like the hero of the story especially after meeting up with her brother yeah yeah um so, uh, but all in all, I think the introduction of, of everything was pretty well done. I thought the characters were gripping enough. Um, and with how interesting the characters that they've given us information on so far are, I can't imagine that they're going to, to really do Hannah dirty in the, in the future of the book. Um, yeah. I just think it didn't come out in this first volume. Um, so for me, um, I, I would give Rat Queen's story, um, I would give it an eight out of 10. Um, it was really, really in, enjoyable. Um, it wasn't quite an origin and it wasn't quite a, a regular through line. Um, mm-hmm. and I, I think I would have liked it to have picked one. Um, and, and that's where, that's where it fell short for me the most, in my opinion. I agree with, I agree with all of that. Um, for me, I love origin stories. I do think that it was fine, obviously, that it's not going to be one because it's keeping the reader interested in this completely new world, completely new characters. I don't think that they're gonna, I think it's only gonna get better from here. Absolutely. So I'm like, as the foundation a standalone, is set. yeah, the foundation has been set, and and I'm interested to continue reading. It's one of those things where I'm like, as it stands, like on its own, I probably would have given it a seven, but because I think it's only going to get better, I'm interested in following the character's journey. I would be more leaning more towards an eight as well. I think that's reasonable. Again, the foundation is set up really nicely um, to be a really good story. Um, and I for independence also, the first volume to judge it solely on the storyline of the first volume versus what you expect it to be agreed, isn't necessarily realistic because they're creating something that you have never heard of before. Right. Whereas with Batman, you have a rudimentary knowledge of who batman is yep and that's part of why i really wanted to make sure that we did 
shine some light in this show on independence um, <laughs> because the way that an independent has to to work in a story and and be interesting it's a little more difficult for I think those writers and, and artists to uh, keep people interested and I think it's important to to share to shine that spotlight on those creators um, because they are trying we we would have never had Batman without creators doing you new know, material exactly um, and I I feel like Rat Queens has has potential. I would watch a show. Yeah, me too. <laughs> um, or or a movie or an animated or one of the series. DC movies. Yeah, so it has to be like DC grade animated movie. Yeah. Um. I mean, I would watch a live action like Netflix series of this instead of Umbrella Academy. <laughs> the 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 Netflix series for Umbrella Academy was good. It was just the comic I didn't enjoy. But this was really interesting from the from or and would be really interesting in any medium. Yes. It's also one of those things where this might be just me viewing it art wise. I get really excited to look at those really cool figurines that people sell in the comic book shops or online or like independent sculptors and things um, of characters. Yeah. Because I think they can look so cool. And I think that this one would look awesome. I agree. I, there, there's, there's a lot that that they could do with this. I, I, it's definitely marketable. Mm hmm. Um. And the Rat Queen logo is awesome. It is. <laughs> with a little hat. Oh, heart, not hat. With a little heart and the the rat cut out. Mm hmm. Um. My turn for art. Your turn for art. Okay. So overall. I loved the character design. I thought the scenery, the scenery that they did was also really awesome. Aside from the first two-ish volumes on having that, like, unfinished look to me, at least, in a handful of panels, I enjoyed the, the play on distance and focal points and things like that. I thought that was extremely well done. thought the attention to detail aside from those panels was spectacular. I love all of the tattoos on Hannah. Um, and even that one, like, merchant dude or whatever. Uh, the assassins' designs were really, really cool and okay. unified while being completely different characters mm -hmm. in their own regards. Uh, own regard, not plural. But, um, yeah, so... I would give it an I would give it an eight okay. for art. Just because there also weren't any standalone like stand apart jaw dropping, absolutely amazing moments in it art wise. Uh-huh. But that's also to say art on its own wise, because those moments with like the eye change and things like that artistically were beautiful because of its relation to the story. Because of the emotion and, that went behind it, and uh, yeah, and and the action that fueled it, and and all of that stuff. So I mean, the art as a standalone aspect, I would probably give it an eight. Gotcha. Um, so as as something that I do now as a 
way to make sure that I'm not speaking ill of the dead. Um, the artist for the first uh, bit of of Rat Queens is actually arrested for abusing his wife. Um, so the artist changes um, in 2016, um, which this what this book was released in 2014. Um, so it'll be it. I kind of want to look at when they get the, the new artist mm-hmm. in and, and kind of see what uh, how they do their take on it. Um, yeah. Because this is definitely something I would love to see like fan art of and, and see other people's depictions of, of, of this. I'd love to see some, some cosplay of it. I would love to see some cosplay of it. This is also one of those ones where just because of who the characters are and like the character i guess sheet i mean you know how you gave me that like character sheet to fill out for the dnd right that you have here any art style could really do it yeah amazing mm-hmm. um so yeah so it changes to uh, another artist in 2016 and then um curtis Vibe. And um, Jenny, I think, was the the artist that took over. Um, Finished up in March of 2019. And a new uh, creative team picked it up uh, in June. So there's at least three three different art styles um, and two different storytelling styles. So I I definitely want to... I definitely want to get into it a little more and, and... That'll like. be interesting. I hope like the storyteller changing doesn't mess anything up. Well, I mean, they do it all the time in other comics, so I I don't see that. I know in other comics, but I mean, again, you have that baseline that that is also well known. Yeah, but this is Curtis oh. doing the story for five years. I think you can develop that baseline for a new uh, a new storyteller to come in and still be able to do the story uh, similar justice. Yeah. To wear a, a new take on it after five years would be It's probably nice. Yeah. Um, for me, art, I I really enjoyed a lot of the scenes. Like I said, that I, I think that the action in and of itself um, was pretty close to being some of the some of the best that that I've I've seen in a while, and mm-hmm. that really upped the score for me. Um, like I, I think I would give after after seeing you kind of point out the inconsistencies in the the backgrounds a bit, like with <laughs> with um just random characters in the background. Uh, yeah. I think I would I would give overall art um a nine out of ten. Okay. Uh, but it was still really really cool to see, and again the character designs were just so cool, and it didn't stop it being cool character designs of just the rat queens. They, they took their time on the Daves. They took their time on the captain of the guard and they, the assassins. Even just the, the, the city in darkness or whatever, those yeah. characters were beautifully designed. They just, yep. you know, were short lived. <laughs> exactly. Um, and that's, that's something I, I have to, to commend them for. Um, so that's nine out of 10 for me. 
Um, I will say my... Okay, you go. No, 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 you. Uh, I was going to say, I will say my overall isn't going to be an 8. It's going to be a 9. But that's mostly because when I was judging the story and I was judging the art, I was judging them completely separate from each other. Mm -hmm. And I think that when you have them layered in the way that it is, they only help each other, and it was done really beautifully overall as a story. It complemented each other incredibly well. And, yeah. And I'm in the same boat. I, I do give it an, a 9 out of 10 also. Same. Solid. <laughs> I'm doing good this month. <laughs> yeah. You, you, you definitely are. Um, I, I definitely have a, a lot to... Um, make sure that I do well with on the manga for the month. Which is? Uh, a Silent Voice um, is our manga. Uh, again, volume one. I don't know how many volumes of A Silent Voice there are. I think there's only like four. Um, but we're, we are just doing the, the first volume. Um, and and uh, then if we're lucky, we can convince Ben to watch the movie and film some reactions. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's more, that's less if you're lucky in convincing me, more of if you're lucky and my daughter gives me the time to do so. Valid. Especially since you promised me that we'd watch Fruits Basket. Yep. Um, and uh, I found Fruits Basket on Funimation. I bought Hulu. Oh, okay. You bought all of Hulu? All of Hulu. All right. Anna's the new owner of Hulu, guys. <laughs> Um, well, solid, solid pick, Anna. And again, I loved all of the D&D stuff. If, if there are more comic books like this out there um, that are heavy D&D style, I want to know about them. Um, so se send those recommendations our way um, because, hell yeah, I, I definitely, definitely want to, to see more. Um, Anna, where can people find you on the internet? Instagram. I have two accounts. Um, one that is my, like, personal, mostly my dog, and most recently, like, you know, the little alerts for this, <laughs> which is Anna underscore Riddick, and then I have a professional art account that I might or might not get better at posting to, which is Anna, or not Anna, sorry, which is A Riddick Designs. Uh, a Riddick underscore, underscore design. designs. Sorry. And then I have a Twitter that I never use because my brother told me that I should get one, so I got one, but I don't go on it, which is A Riddick designs. Designs with no underscore because he made fun of me. Yeah, did. Still do. Go ahead. Where can they find you, Ben? Uh, you can find me on the internet pretty much everywhere. It's Ben Pie, I T S B E N P A I, um, on YouTube, Twitter, Instagram. Um, I do have an Instagram where I post uh, solely my photography work, um, and that's just Ben Pai Photo. Um, but really, where you can make sure that you find everything related to Ben Pai and Anakin um, is RiddickDesigns.com or it's BenPai.com. Both websites take you to the same place. Um, so yeah, it's uh, that's that's how you can find us on the internet. Next next week is a silent voice manga. What's with the robot voice? Uh, that's all we got for this week, everybody. Wookie! Okay.
Shalomaste. Oh, you dork. 